Chris, do you want a gun? No, I I have a I have a rifle. I mean, it's a hunting rifle. It's an old it's an old thirty thirty lever action. So I have, dude. Really, you have? I have the same thing. Hang on, hold on, one second. Are we getting our guns out in the show? <laughs> wow, that's fucking cool. Is this what you're talking about? I do believe it is. There's no bullets in that thing, is there, Brit? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to ArcanaCast. This is kind of a special episode. I was going to say special fun episode, but it's not really fun. Where These are very trying times, as all the commercials tell us over and over again. And uh, Commercials. We're, we're deep into the Rona right now. Uh, I think, um, what are we, a month in, boys? Um, I don't know. I've, I've sat on my couch too long to remember what days are the days they all melt together don't they by the way uh my name is brit i'm chris this is uh arcana cast and, and we're doing um we're doing the super craft today jesse's not with us but uh, uh it should still be all right trace is trace is here well i was waiting for a good time we're we're also doing this uh we're not we're not breaking quarantine we are not an essential an essential service or business we are doing this from the comfort of our homes so if the timing is a little strange uh we do apologize i don't know if you if you ask the one person that i think just has us on auto download and probably never listens to us um if you ask them i'll bet we're essential yeah ooh you know that is um that's a good point, but you're not coming into my house, so I uh, <laughs> I have a perfectly sealed quarantine environment, and I tend to keep it that way. No offense to any of you. Love you very dearly, but uh, this is my safe place. Have you guys um, been keeping up with the four basic food groups of, um, of quarantine life? Alcohol, cigarettes, video games, and pornography? Have you guys been uh, maintaining a healthy diet? Um, I mean, I've gotten close. I've had video games. Okay. And I've had uh, lots of candy. Okay. That might be the fifth one, yeah. And and I haven't had any toilet paper really. <laughs> you need to get you need to get on that bidet lifestyle. <laughs> I will I will <laughs> preach this <laughs> until the end of rona you need to be on that bidet life real, real quick before um we dive in to the recap uh, i just want to say we did get some great feedback from our main man houston who was there the last time that we recorded he listened to some episodes and um one of the things that he said was that we should probably do a a better job of kind of talking about what we're playing here so uh what we are playing in this uh, kind of tabletop role-playing RPG thing is uh, a system that Chris and Jesse came up with called um, the Arcana Engine. Uh, it's it's um, kind of a more, it's it's similar to Dungeons and Dragons, but more like more interested in storytelling and, and simplicity rather than uh, like really crazy rules and stuff like that. Would you say that's fair, Chris? Yeah, it's very much a narrative heavy one. 
So yeah, so so we're playing this game with the Arcana engine, and if you guys would like to check out the rules, check out kind of the mechanics of it. Um, what, Chris, what is the website? Uh, it's super duper hard to remember. It's arcanaengine.com, and it's arcana with a K, A-R-K-A-N-A, engine.com, all one word. So if you guys are interested in some of the roles that we're making or the mechanics or just playing the system yourself, check out that website. Um, everything, all the rules are there for you to download for free and everything, so check it out. Wonderful. And with that, I will uh, get into the recap. Um, I drew the lucky straw today. So this will be pretty quick, but the high points of the last episode included the boys formulating a plan to go visit Bucky's grandma at her her assisted living facility. And then Koozie was going to go and find uh, some uh, rambunctious old man that he could buy drugs from, Uh, schmooze him up a little bit, get us in there. And we explored around a bit, and we found a uh, room in particular that uh, looked... Uh, pretty, uh, pretty ideal for what we were doing. We were wanting to get Loki's staff, and um, even though our first lead didn't quite pan out, uh, we did find an old man. Um, and his nameplate did resemble Loki to an extent, uh, with the abbreviations. And so we went in there, had a conversation with the man, uh, tried to uh, switch canes out with him. He wasn't having any of it. And uh, Biff might have strong armed the uh, the old <laughs> the old rascal. Uh, we got away with uh, some substances. Uh, we don't know what they were. They were from his Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday pill jar, uh, pill packet, and uh, we took his cane. Doesn't look like anything special, just an aluminum cane. But what are you gonna do? It was it was Loki's, <laughs> and then uh, proceeded to pull a fire alarm, and then we boned it out there, uh, made a clean getaway, luckily. And um, as we were leaving, uh, young Bucky. I mean, we didn't really know where to go to return to the uh, the weird, strange fantasy realm. I don't know what we're calling it, but. Um, Bucky decided that he wanted to live a little dangerously and uh, partake in some of those substances. And, you know, I think he may have been pressured. To be fair to Bucky, he was pressured. By gosh, he ate him, though. (laughs) And as soon as he did, uh, he disappeared, uh, much to the surprise of Coos and Biff. And uh, Biff said, heck, why not? And, uh, ate some drugs, and disappeared, and that's where we ended the episode. That sounds about right. I feel like you've forgotten a key piece, which is not only did you strong arm um, the uh, Lou Keys was his name, um, not only did you strong arm him for his cane, you, well, Koozie, stole the uh, the fancy cane, uh, Kyle, Kyle G., uh, stole his and that's the guy that you bought the uh, the drugs from and I believe that was from his daily pill organizer Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday 
one pill from each. So sorry. So sorry. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like that that, uh, sums it up pretty well. That was definitely our most chaotic evil episode. It was a good time. It was a good time to be uh, with the boys. It was about as close to murder hobos as you've gotten so far. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Have we forgotten? I mean, there Biff, was the goat guy. Biff did to the goatman. Yeah, but you didn't really. Well, I guess you did trade his sheep away. So I guess you did steal from him. Um, I, I wasn't. He stole his life. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the murder part. And some of his blood. <laughs> He's and it, an attempted an attempted theft of the heart as sustenance. I took his blood. Yes. So, um, I wanted to do this when Jesse was here, but it's okay that we don't. Um, A while back, I told you guys we were going to start using the tendencies and specializations. We uh, tried them out on the the Christmas special, um, and I want to start using them for the the main episodes, and I thought we might spend a bit of time this episode going over leveling and throwing those in. So, Tendencies, if you don't remember, is just going to be a general, real, real basic idea of what your character is good at. So, it's replacing the idea of having tools, weapon, or armor, which one you're using, um, giving you a bonus to your role and uh, moving to a maybe maybe you're a protective character or maybe you're an aggressive character and basically it's it's going to be a word that you can use to describe the action you're taking um, so if you were if you were thinking of it like I I make an aggressive strike on um, you know or I want to hit somebody aggressively that would mean that an aggressive character would be able to get a bonus, a, a plus one bonus to that um, that check. Um, and then specializations, you can specialize in an action or a specific item. I would like to be aggressive. All right, and um, Britt, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Bucky might be described as? Um, are the options kind of limitless? Yeah, I mean, so it's it's effectively limitless. So it, you would have to get an okay from from me as to what it is. So what about this? How about um, how about the word is suggestible, and kind of mechanically how that might play out is if um, you know if if you know either Biff or Koozie or somebody that he respects and looks up to suggests that he does something, he is determined and has maybe an extra spirit towards that action. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And if we were just playing a regular game, it would be too metagame, but it actually fits well with this with this party, and I don't think anybody's going to try and use it to any particular advantage so yeah i actually i do think that would be good for this one and then as far as spending the experience on specializations you can spend your experience on um, specializations and it can be a really broad specialization like you could say i want to specialize in repairing things 
and that gives you a bonus to anything that you wanted to repair. Um, but it's going to cost more experience. It could cost one, two, or three. And you guys say, I want this noun or this verb to be something that I specialize in. And the noun is any object that you can think of, any noun. And the verb is any noun that you can think of. And any time that you do an action that involves one of those nouns or verbs, you get a plus to your, um, your attempt. Um, otherwise, you can spend the experience on your base Arcana key, the nine, the nine cells of the Arcana engine stat table. Yeah, I think intimidation. Intimidating. Um, I would say that intimidating would be. Does it go with aggression? I do think it does go with aggressive. Um, I would say that uh, intimidation's probably a three experience point specialization. How many do I have to spend? None of you have spent experience. So I would say um, it's a good bet that you guys have probably six experience each. So I would do uh, enhance body and uh, take the intimidation uh, specialization. All right, we could do that. And that's going to take your um, body wounds up to three as well. All right, so... um, what about uh, what about the Buckster? Good old Bucky. I think that I would like to upgrade my control spirit from a two to a three. And then um, I think for a specialization, Bucky would like to um, specialize in charm the elderly. Can I do that? Charm the elderly, <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, charming elderly people it's yeah that's kind of tough um it's very specific so i think that one would cost uh we'll go with we'll go with one um because it is so specific it doesn't come into play super often i think i'm gonna hold on to my remaining two for now okay okay that sounds good charming the elderly (laughs) You don't know about his life, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's the meat and the potatoes. That's the really exciting part. And let's get to the boring part where you guys have um, have taken your drugs. Um, Bucky exited the car a little bit earlier. He was uh, a little bit behind on the interstate. But uh, but if I remember correctly, Biff uh, pulled a... a really super smooth move and put the car in reverse on the interstate and reversed back to where Bucky disappeared. And then uh, Koozie and Biff took uh, took their respective drugs. And also, um, after a little while, uh, dozed off, nodded off. And, um, and as far as they knew, they disappeared from the car. Um, and that's what happened. You did disappear from the car, and and we're gonna open up on on Bucky being in the dream world by himself. And Bucky, you've uh, you've woken up in the dream world, and there's 
there's nobody around that you see or that you kind of you, you don't think anybody's around um tell me tell me what's it look like so right now it's nighttime he can see um so many stars and um you know kind of if you're in a place with very little light pollution you can see the milky way like that kind of scenario grass field okay grass field and um and kind of describe the horizons a little bit not very hilly there are no mountains kind of um just a big sky green grass um maybe just a hint of a aurora borealis you know, something uh, just like some shifting green lights somewhere, but just like a lot of stars. Okay, so um, it it's also you you probably hear some some crickets chirping and and uh, it it seems like nighttime to you, and you you are as far as you can tell alone. You're probably, I don't know, I can't speak for Bucky, but he's probably not too tremendously surprised that the second time he took drugs, he seems to be back in dream world. Um, And so you seem to be alone, though, and that's something you might not have expected. And uh, it might factor into your actions, but what what are you going to do? So the first thing that Bucky's going to do is is try to deal with his erection from the medication. <laughs> okay. So he's he's going to hold his breath and he's going to say the pledge of allegiance several times and uh he's going to feel a lot better about it. He's looking around. Okay. Uh, he doesn't really see much as we said. So I I think his first inclination would be to wait for a little while. Um, I'm I'm not sure exactly how long that would be. You know, um, I, I don't. He doesn't wear a watch, so maybe he would wait, maybe ten minutes, and then try to start walking somewhere. Okay, okay. So pick a direction. Where do you think you're you're headed? Are you headed to that uh, aurora? Are you headed directly away from it, or are you headed when looking at it left or right? Yeah, towards the uh, towards the aurora borealis. Okay. Okay. And um so Bucky's going to walk. It's it's probably been about 10 minutes and Bucky's going to walk um for how long would you say? Do you think he's just going to walk for and you know until something happens or Yeah, I mean he, you know, he already tried to wait. He already tried that. So, yeah, he would just keep walking. I okay. Think. Okay. And is his pace like really fast, really slow, just kind of a general walking pace? I don't think he is especially hurried, um, but not meandering either. Just something in between, just like a regular walking pace. Okay. All right. So after a while of him walking, um, Biff and uh, and surprisingly no koozie, um appear and Biff you you appear in approximately the same spot that uh, that Bucky appeared in but now he's been walking for about 10 minutes um, so you appear in that spot and it looks like we described 
Um, you see a, a night sky full of stars. There's a um, there's an aurora, and um, and how does how does Biff react when he appears in this land? I'm gonna immediately look for any signs of life. Okay. Obviously, it's probably gonna be pretty devoid. I'm just making sure. Give me a control mind roll, and we're we're not gonna have any dice sounds this time, guys. Uh, we are using Hangouts as our dice roller. Um, so go ahead and give me that roll. Two D. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> So that's two losses off of a base stat of two. So um, you don't really notice anything. <laughs> yeah, that was maybe uh, maybe that's where the term uh, he biffed it came from. <laughs> oh, right there. Hey. Yeah, it could, so, not have, could not have been any worse if I wanted it to. So as far as you can tell, um, there's no Buckster. Uh-oh. So... I'm going to raise my chin up and open up my throat as much as I can and go, hoo hoo <laughs> okay. 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 Do I hear an echo or, or what am I hearing back here? You don't hear an echo. I mean, if you've ever shouted in a, in a big wide open field, it doesn't really echo back. Um, yeah, but we're in a weird place, so I'm just no. I got gotcha. you. The water. I got gotcha. you. Um, it doesn't echo back, but um, Britt, go ahead and give me a control mind roll. All right. Um, so you, you, Britt, you, you do hear faintly a um, a. Okay. Yeah, I think. Um... I think Bucky would uh, try to go towards that. I think he would. Okay. So, yeah, it, it is behind you, and and you turn around and, and start heading back the way you came. Um, and uh, Biff, what do you, what do, you do? Um, because he's, he's still 10 minutes away from you, so you do that, and nothing really happens. Biff's just going to sit down, I think, and take his shoes off and roll his pants up. Okay. What do you do with your shoes? Uh, we're just going to have them in my left hand. We're just going to go full Hobbit here for a little bit. Um, <laughs> because I think that now, at this point, I understand that we're in a different place. And it's also, the terrain is not very treacherous where we're at, so... I'm just gonna kind of enjoy it like a like a good old boy would a little bit, you know. Take my shoes and socks off, shove the socks down in the shoes, roll my pants up, feel the feel the grass on my on my calves. Okay. Um, just kind of, I mean, you know, you don't really get to enjoy something like this in life that often. And I mean, well, I guess this is a, this is a, ooh, a something we might want to bring up. Who's holding the cane? I mean, we disappeared out of the car, so who's got... I mean, we we came here with a purpose to get the cane, so I guess I'm just kind of thinking, where's the cane to myself here? Trying to take mental inventory. Koozie had the cane, if I remember correctly. He had both of them. Well, where is Koozie? I'm looking around for old Coos, uh, the old K-man. I'm going to shout Koozie one time <laughs> while I'm taking my shoes off. <laughs> 
<laughs> enjoying myself. Okay. You shout koozie. Um, and same thing. Nothing really seems to happen. Um, and how long do you think, how long do you think Biff's going to just sit on the grass? Oh, probably a minute because Koozie and I were supposed to take the drugs at the same time. So I'm waiting for Koozie to show up, but he's not here. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably give it about 15 minutes before I went anywhere. Okay. So then, um, then after about, oh, probably six, seven minutes, because I'm going to guess that, uh, Bucky, having heard something, picks up his pace. He he's a little more intrigued and and not just kind of wandering towards an aurora. Um, and he arrives. Uh, you see him, and you can talk to him. And you know, you guys are in the same place. Biff. <laughs> hey kid. Silence. Uh, you didn't kill anything, did you? No, um, it just kind of wandered. It's so, so beautiful out here. Have you gotten a chance to look around? It's really gives you the chance to think about things. Yeah, it's pretty nice. You should take your shoes off. Yeah. Feels, it's good for the soul, good for the feet. Yeah, yeah, Bucky sits down next to Biff and takes his shoes off, rolls up his pants. Then old power suggestion. (laughs) Okay, um... And so you guys, um, you guys are sitting in the grass with, uh, with your shoes off, your pants rolled up, the crickets are cricketing and the, uh, stars, the stars are starring and the <laughs> aurora is auroraing. Um, and it, it's calm. It's peaceful. It's beautiful. We got a problem. We got a problem, bud. Okay. I mean, I don't see Koozie around, and we can't really go back to Nancy without Koozie because he's got the he's got the sticks, he's got the canes. We're in a bit of a pickle here. I knew we shouldn't have left anything with Koozie. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, um, when you were talking, uh, Biff, briefly, the aurora went from a beautiful green, just very briefly at one point, to kind of it, it flashed almost a reddish orange. Not any brighter um, or any less beautiful, but it it did briefly change color while you were talking. Like during the word Nancy, maybe? Yeah, that would be at the point, yes. Okay. Biff, did you see that? See what? The, The colors in the sky. They changed when he said Nancy. And it changes again. Nancy, 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 Nancy. <laughs> Is Biff actually doing that? Yeah. It it kind of pulses uh, as you're saying it and starts to seem to get a bit brighter. Shoes on, Buck. <laughs> We're going towards this thing. I still don't know where the hell Koozie is. This is a problem. This is problematic. Maybe, maybe Nancy can help us sort it out. I mean, he lives here. He's got to know something about how we find this this old junkie of ours <laughs> all right let's go this old vagabond yeah let's do it yeah let's head in let's head in that direction okay so you guys put your shoes on um 
Uh, that's what you said, right? Is you put your shoes oh, yeah. on? Okay. Shoes back on. We're traveling now. All right. So you guys put your shoes on and, and you start walking towards the Aurora. Um, what do you guys do while you're while you're walking? Do you, are you guys um, talking? Are you guys being silent and just walking? Um, what's what's happening? I'm going to be silent. I'm just kind of taking in the... Uh, it's not often you see a place this tranquil, this beautiful, um, especially, you know, living around cities and even in a small town, you're still going to have lights and and noise. But here it just seems to be uh, serene in a way that you're not accustomed to living on this earth in the United States of America. That's pretty tight, but Bucky has a lot of questions for Biff. Like, uh, Oh, that's fine. It, it, it was, do you think that was my grandma? Like, was that real? Was that the real world? Was that really my grandma? It seemed like my grandma. <laughs> like, I've been there. It, was, it, feel, it felt really real. Then it must have been real, kid. I feel like I saw that guy. It must have been real. But what are we doing here? I'm taking care of business. What do you think we're doing here? We're here to drop these canes off and do whatever dumb thing he wants us to do next. I just want the chicken, man. That's all I want in this life right now. I don't care about anything else. I want to wrap my meat hooks around his scrawny neck and get some answers yeah. out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I want his meat. <laughs> Easy now, boy. Easy now, boy. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, just like that's, that's basically what Bucky is bantering about. Okay. So, so you guys aren't, talking about nancy as you're walking you you guys are just walking towards this aurora and um it seems to be slowly getting uh slowly getting closer um but it's it's really really far away like it's a it's an aurora that's on the horizon and you guys are a very I, I probably I mean if you just kind of had to guess probably in the hundreds of miles range from the aurora like it's auroras are way up in the sky and they are way far away from you in most cases and this one was on the horizon as it was um so it's particularly far away this is gonna take too long you know what <laughs> you know what buck you know who sucks almost as bad as the chicken man? Hmm. That son of a bitch, Nancy. Do you think so? He's just the worst. He didn't give us any information to go off of. He's having us run these errands. I mean, you could probably kill him just like you did the goat man. I mean, he sounds like a pushover. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got anything going on. He's got no personal life. I mean, if he's following us around, I mean. I mean, he couldn't have had anything going on, if he, especially if he's going to talk to the goat man. Nancy just sounds like the worst. Chris, uh, does a bat appear in uh, Biff's hand or Bucky's hand? Um, are you wanting he's thinking a bat? about it? He, he, he wants, he wants a, bat? a bat. He wants a bat. Yeah. Okay, roll me a an enhanced mind. Two neutrals on a. Should be a three, three, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a bat appears, um, and it's definitely a bat. 
Um, and so also during this time, as you guys are, uh, well, as Biff is bad mouthing Nancy and, um, and Bucky's agreeing, um, the, the Aurora kind of flashes a little bit and, um, after after a minute it seems to it seems to fade into it um it, it's it's not it's odd to you but it doesn't feel necessarily broken um you find yourself walking along a paved street and there's it's it, you're starting to see that you're you're on a street on the edge of what appears to be kind of almost um almost the beginning of a city it's you're still in in kind of the suburbs of it but it's it's more like um more like kind of when you get to a city itself like you're in the actual city um the like the city boundaries city borders but you're not you're not downtown in a large city, but you're on the edge of a, a larger city and it just kind of fades into it and it doesn't feel broken, but it's happening and there's more light around and there's, there's kind of traffic noises. Um, and you can tell it's becoming more populated, but it, it doesn't, you never walked onto the paved street. It was just, you were walking on a paved street all of a sudden. Hmm. Either these drugs are wearing off, or uh, we're getting closer. <laughs> how'd you get that? Uh, how'd you get that bat there? Oh, when when you were talking Buck. about, well, yeah, when you were talking about murdering Nancy, I just it just happened. Kind of like while we've been walking, uh, and the just the pavement appears. All right, I'm gonna have a thought now. <laughs> I'm going to think long and hard about a motorcycle with two sidecars, one on each side. <laughs> two sidecars. Just like a badass Harley Davidson, but with two goofy looking sidecars, one on each side. Dude, that's so cool. So roll, roll an enhanced mind. Oh, I will. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> loss in a neutral off of a <laughs> two. So, have you? Maybe I get one sidecar. Maybe you, I get a bicycle. Have you? <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Garden State? Yeah. So, in the movie Garden State, for those that haven't seen it, um, the main character has a motorcycle. That's like an old, old, almost war, World War One looking motorcycle that has a sidecar. And when you look at it, you see something like, um, not like the super cheap mopeds that are, um, that, that like legally are bicycles. It's a little bit more powerful than that. Uh, it's like the kind of mopeds you could see a lawyer in his suit with a, with a backpack on driving down the highway. Um, so phenomenal. Yeah, so it can it can do about fifty miles an hour and top speed with one lightweight, full grown male on it, um, and and it's a it it's more of a bike shape than a moped though because it's an old school motorcycle and it has a sidecar um, and it's military green and it has 
like the the single star in red, white, and blue that you that you see on the old World War One military gear. Oh sure. Well, I mean, get in, kid. Let's go. cool. <laughs> You're on the. This side. is the best. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how fast we can get it to go. <laughs> so uh, you keep keep heading towards the heart of the city, um, and. And it's not it's not slow, but it, it goes about thirty thirty five miles an hour with the two of you in it. Um, it's about twenty seven miles faster than we were going. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more alive. Um, the the aurora now is 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 getting to be pretty well overhead, and and you do see off in the distance there's a a, a building that does seem to be lit up that way. Um, or that way, lit up that same color, or or maybe has has the aurora just like the light of the aurora seems to be hitting just it. Um, but you you think that might be like where Nancy is? It's a high rise. Now, Buck, I'm gonna pull over to the I'm gonna pull over to the side of the road here just for a moment. Now, Buck, I want you to look at me. Okay. This is serious. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm not exactly uh, a smart guy, but you're a pretty smart kid. I've I've been impressed with you. And I need you to do me a favor. I need you to um I need you to close your eyes and I need you to think about those canes. I need you to remember everything about them and think about holding those canes in your hands. Okay. So uh, Bucky is going to close his eyes and rest the baseball bat on his lap and uh, extend his hands out with his palms up and try to imagine holding the canes in his hands. Okay. Give me a control mind or an enhanced mind. Sorry. Enhance mind. And remember, I've suggested this to him. So, does this have any sort of bonus to oh, this yeah, activity? It does. it does. I didn't even think about that. Uh, did, I did. Remember how we weren't going to meta game that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. So, I got um, a uh, a gain and a loss on a three plus your suggestible tendency. Um, so, that's going to make it a four. Um, you think you've got the canes in your hands. It's the, the baseball bat is no longer there. And in each hand, um, you have a cane. One of them's one of those four footed, like ergonomic handle canes that you see old men walking around with. And one of them's a badass wooden cane with a, a skull head on top, um, and a silver, silver skull head. Something you might see House walking around with on House Empty. <laughs> um, and so you've, you've got one, one in each hand. All right, so I'm going to say, Buck, open your eyes. And I'm going to reach my right arm back because I'm assuming that the sidecar is on the right-hand side of the bike. I've always seen them on the right-hand side of the bike. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm going to reach my uh, hand up into the air and I'm going to slap him on the back 
uh, a good hearty slap, not trying to hurt him, but just in a, in triumph. You did it. I believed in you, kid. Look at what you did. I'm a god. E- <laughs> Look well, what I easy did. Now, boy. Easy now, boy. Let's, let's tone it back a little bit, but I'm real oh, proud sorry. of you. Thank I'm you. I'm real proud of you, but stay humble. <laughs> Never change. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the throttle back on that, on that moped like it's never been pulled before. <laughs> the I'm gonna rock off. my weight back to try to get it to wheelie. It's not gonna happen, but I'm gonna, like, by God, if it could, I'm trying as hard as I can. Um, <laughs> and away we go. And I'm just gonna start uh, sing song saying. Nancy, <laughs> Nancy boy, look what we have for you. Just really kind of uh, laying it on thick. Um, as I'm just, I'm drunk with uh, the emotion of joy right now. Okay, okay. So you, um, you, you, you gun the moped. It's it's a motorcycle. I mean, it is a motorcycle. It's a World War One one, but they they did not have much power. So it's it's loud. It's loud like a motorcycle, but it it drives like a moped. Um, and very reminiscent of like uh, something less cool than the Captain America motorcycle in the first Captain America movie. Yes, exactly. It looks yeah. a lot like that, but it's much more oh, realistic. Sure. But it's also got two dudes on it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and and so you you head off and um, you you travel to the high rise, and eventually you get there. You're you're driving and you're driving and you're driving and and the town um, moves from like you know mediocre houses to nicer houses to houses that used to be nice um but now are low quality to um to larger more tower type buildings and you come up and it it's it's a high rise it's the highest high rise and it feels like it's something that would be out of like you know a, a nice area in New York or a nice area in Los Angeles or a nice area in Chicago it's a nice nice high-rise building um and um and so i'll let you guys decide how you pull up there's you know there's a parking lot there's a parking garage there's um a covered area to enter um where you you know if you were a driver and you wanted to drop off your it you know your your fare or your your um I guess employer probably, um, you could drop it off and, and there appears to be a doorman. Um, and, and it's just, it's a nice looking place. Um, that is probably, uh, an apartment building. Um, could be, you look at it and you think maybe it could be a hotel, uh, but it's very nice, very high end. Buck, I need you to do me one more favor. Of course. I need you to close your eyes and I need you to envision a pair of gold-rimmed Ray-Ban <laughs> aviator sunglasses. <laughs> but hand me the hand me the canes. Hand me the canes. I okay. need these canes. He, I'll hold yeah, the canes. He, he hands the canes over, and, and he imagines uh, two pairs of uh, <laughs> those glasses. <laughs> All right. Give me an enhanced mind roll. So uh, a neutral and a loss on that roll. 
with the power of suggestion. With the power of <laughs> suggestion behind it. Yeah, that is the power of suggestion. <laughs> All right, so you imagine up some uh, some glasses pretty well. They they appear to be gold rim Ray Bans, um, and they're aviator style. They're they're pretty much exactly what you imagined. I see. Uh, see you cooked yourself up a pair there. You know what? You earned it. <laughs> Hell yeah! You earned it, kid. Put them on. <laughs> Let's get down to business. <laughs> All right. So, so so as so as we uh I'm assuming we're going to walk into the building, right? I don't know. It's between you oh, guys. Trey, tra- oh, so yeah. are we we're just wa- we're walking towards the doorman, right? Like we're walking in the building, right? Yeah, and we're each going to hold a cane. Um before like as we're walking by the doorman, Bucky is going to close his eyes and try to imagine a $1000 in $1 bills. Okay. <laughs> Make me an enhanced mind roll. Yes. Yes, Buck. I love what you're becoming. Oh, no! I got two <laughs> losses. <laughs> so I imagine he just gets a bag full of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you, you imagine a, a lot of, of uh, currency, and you, you feel like it, it... I mean, looking at it, it looks like, you know, American... Currency ones singles. Okay, okay, cool. Well, Bucky is gonna make it rain on this doorman as he's walking by. The doorman, um, he he sees you walking by, walking up, and and you you hold out your hands and start start spraying <laughs> the the money at him, just like and, you saw on MTV. <laughs> and as soon as as soon as it gets near him, uh, it just turns into like. Tissues, like facial tissues, used Kleenex, uh, basically, oh. and and he he looks at you rather grumpy, and uh, and he <laughs> says, "The fuck you think this is?" Oh, did we make a mess for him? Oh no, <laughs> he does not open the door for you. I'm gonna step up. Uh get in between him and Bucky. I was like, hey, the kid's just trying to do some magic. He's still not very good at it. He's learning some magic tricks. Uh, I apologize. Um, I'm here to see Nancy. Do you have an appointment? Yeah, we do. We have two appointments. <laughs> You've got two appointments? Why not yeah. one? Why don't, why don't you buzz him and tell him uh, you tell him uh, Loki's got a message for him. So he uh, he he looks at you and he kind of and he opens opens the door for himself and steps in and and reaches you know behind the the kind of like it's like a standing desk type podium almost looking thing that you see doorman behind um, and he uh, he picks up a, a phone and hits a button behind the desk, and he holds it up to his ear, and you can't hear him, but you see him talking. And uh, and he, he eyes you, um, kind of like not believing that you could possibly have an appointment with anyone at this building. Um, and after after a couple of moments of back and forth, he he hangs up the phone and shrugs his shoulders, and he opens the door and he says, all right, top floor. And he points at the elevators 
and uh, and I assume you guys go in and hit the button for the top floor. Heck yeah. Okay, so you guys head into the elevator, and um, and surprisingly to you, there is a button marked top floor. It doesn't have numbers. It's marked top floor. Um, so you hit the button for top floor, which is not on the top. It's just kind of in a jumble of buttons. Um, and you ride the elevator, and it seems to take a while. Um, but you never, like, the doors close, and you never really feel it move. But after a little while, the doors open, and uh, and you see just a beautifully decorated high-end um large apartment it's obviously an entire floor of this building and the elevator opens right on right into the apartment um and there's a big kind of like living area in front of you and there's like white leather couches and there's splashes of color on the walls that are you know paintings and things high-end paintings and and it's just generally nicely decorated with um with big uh floor-to-ceiling windows uh, that you can see um and just showing off the the entire city out into it doesn't doesn't really have much definition after the edge of the city um but it's out as far as the horizon is there's there's something there it gets really dark once it hits the edge of the city and you can't really tell what it is um but you can see the night sky and it is very nice looking um and there's a uh there's a man bald white hair um around like bald on top white hair around the edges you know nancy wearing wearing a suit um just like nancy did and he's not facing you but he says welcome boys have a seat <laughs> and he gestures over his shoulder to a couple of chairs um easy chairs uh, nice white leather comfortable chairs uh across a coffee table from him nancy i like what you've done with the place man it looks very um Looks very Al Pacino out of The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> I really like what you've done here. <laughs> it's reference. just got a, uh, it's just got a decadence to it. It is palpable. <laughs> well done, sir. I like I'm what gonna, I like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a seat. Nancy, do you want a thousand dollars? I don't really have use for your money, but anything you want to give me. I could give it a shot, probably kid. take it. Okay, give it a yeah, shot, kid. yeah. He's gonna try to imagine a thousand dollars again. Do you want me to roll? Yes. Give me an enhanced mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's got a, a gain and a neutral on that bad boy. All right. So you you imagine up a, a lot of bills and and Nancy says, "Just set it on the table." Bucky is like he's got it sandwiched between his hands and he's like about to like flared out like he's about to make it rain and then he he like sighs and just sets it down. <laughs> so you set it on the table and it appears to still be uh, a wad of American currency and Nancy says, "Thanks." 
Do you have anything else for me? We brought you two things, and you can take your pick. I'm going to brandish the canes. I asked for Loki's cane. What the fuck is that? Uh, why don't you put it in your hands? I, I feel like you'll uh, know when you touch it. Now, I don't think that you guys understand. I know what's real and what you've imagined. And those are fake. And he looks real hard at Biff. And the canes just disappear. What about the sunglasses? The sunglasses stay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he says, now, it just so happens that I know why you gave me imaginary canes. Koozie needs a little bit more time to get here. I know he's got it. And that's fine. But I've been doing some research. And let me tell you, I found out that, well, I can't just use Loki's staff. So I'm going to need you guys to get me something else. Let me let me stop you right there, Nancy, because I've got something to say to you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? You know we have what you want. And you asked us for one thing. And you also made some promises to us when we delivered that thing to you. So let's end this first transaction and then we can get on to the second. But you promised me a watch. Yeah, and it's on your wrist. And you have a watch on your wrist. And it's nice. It appears to be made of gold. Um, It's got an analog face. Uh, It looks like a normal watch. Um, but very fancy. And, uh, and Bucky, you feel an odd weight on your head that you didn't feel before. <laughs> and oh, you have, yeah. you have a, a very regal crown on your head. Um, and it feels like it's a solid gold crown just sitting on your head. You don't, you don't feel anything special from it, but you do have a crown. Now, are these real, or are these as fake as the canes we just tried to present you? Boy, everything here is fake, but you're not going to make them disappear, and nobody else is either. Not that you're going to run into. They'll be real when you head home. Don't worry. Is it a magical watch? That's what I asked for. Does it have any powers? You'll find out. Oh, boy. So, I still won't be able to get you home. I need Thor's gloves. They're called Yarn Gripper. And it just so happens that just like with Loki's cane, who would have thought his brother's in the same place? He is somewhere in Maple Grove. Now, with Thor, he's pretty directly powerful, so I don't know where but he's there however i think you guys might need a little bit more than just your wits about you this time so i've got a friend that i'm gonna introduce you to and he's going to help you out so do you guys want to get back home 
permanently? And do you want to be able to get rid of your chicken man? I mean, I can get rid of him just fine. I just need to meet him, that's all. You just need to meet him? Oh, well. We can definitely help you out with that one soon. But, right now, I, I think probably you'll want to get home eventually, right? Sure. Young Bucky, do you have anything you want to say? Do you want to get home? Yeah, yeah, I want to go. I want to go home. I want to I want to hurt the chicken man, but yeah, I want to go home though mostly. Oh, well, if you want to hurt the chicken man, my friend can help. What's his friend's name? And why don't you have any lady friends? <laughs> yeah. Well, Where's I've the got girls? Lady friends. <laughs> Where are they? Prove it. <laughs> a, a door opens um, and <laughs> behind the door you see a party is going on and there are all sorts of people in the party they're all well to do you know city folk and they're all dressed like well to do city folk at a party would be dressed um, and so there's there's a, a city party going on. And he says, I was having a party before you guys showed up. And I'm going to go back to my party soon. But I figured we could do our business transaction in peace. Also, I didn't really think you guys were dressed for the party. And the door shuts. And so he says, now, my friend... His name is Gunther, and he specializes in weaponry. You guys want to meet him? Yeah, that sounds just fine, Nance. All right, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to get back on the elevator. You're going to hit the button for the gun shop, and it's going to take you down to the gun shop. And Gunther's going to be there, and he's expecting you. He's going to hook you up with what you need. Then you're going to come back here, and we'll iron the rest of it out. Okay. Okay. Okay, Nancy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. All right. So, I assume you guys get back on the elevator is there or do you try to open the door to the party or anything nah i'm not going to okay nah. so you guys get they're, back they're on the elevator and you you look around for the jumble of buttons and just like just like all the other buttons there's no numbers there's just one that ends up being labeled gun shop and you uh you hit the button for the gun shop and the doors close and it it takes a little while again, but um, but uh, after a while, without seeming to move as far as you could tell, the elevator doors open, and in front of you is a gun shop. It's even got windows that look out on a city street that it doesn't appear to be the same street, but um, they, it, it's got bars over the windows, and you look like, it feels like you're in a ground floor gun shop. 
Um, but the only door into the gun shop is the, the elevator. And, uh, and when you guys step out, you hear the jingle jingle of like a, uh, a door opening. Um, and there's just racks of weapons behind a counter and there's weapons in display cases that are the counter and there's a a very large man behind the counter who appears very jovial and he says uh Oh, 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 welcome in, guys. I am Gunther, the gunsmith. It's so good to be seeing you. Gunny, charmed. Nice to meet you. And who might you be, young fella? Oh, they called me Biff the Destroyer. I wasn't talking to you. So, th- so there's a guy named Nancy that says we can have whatever we want? Oh, you're his friends. Yes. Yes, I can help you. What, uh, what, what kind of weapon seems to be something you would like? I hear there's a chicken man you want to kill. Well, before we get to the chicken man, we might have to kill Thor. I don't know that I can help you kill him, but I could help with subduing him. Just pacifying him will be just fine. We don't really want to kill the man, but we need to have something to be able to threaten him with. Okay. And do you like to, to hit people? Do you like to shoot people? What what kind of weapon strikes your fancy? Kid, you go first. You've earned it. You've done a lot of work today. I'm real proud of you. Is there a minigun in this room? Of course there is minigun. And he reaches into the counter, and you don't see his hands. It looked like it was just a display case, but you don't see his hands when he reaches in, and he brings out a minigun, and it dunks it on the counter, and um, I'm sure that you guys have played Team Fortress 2 before. It looks just like the Heavy's minigun, and he he thunks it on, and it's obviously not made of, like, metal. It's It looks like it's straight out of Team Fortress 2, and he says, This is my friend, Big Bertha. Let me show you its features. And he 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 takes the handle side of it and he says, to spin it up, you press this button. And to fire, you pull this trigger. And he starts firing it. It's spun up and he starts firing it. And just the windows shatter. <laughs> and he says, but I don't. I don't know that you'd be able to to even lift it. So so when Bucky sees all this, he literally screams in excitement. And then uh, when when uh, Gunther challenges him, he he tries to pick it up. Okay, make me a uh, control body roll. That's a gain and a loss. So two. 
All right, so you you try to try to heft no. it, and it moves a little bit. It moves a little no. bit, like it it rocks on the counter, but but Bucky just he he can't pick it up, and he says, "Oh, little fella, it's okay. <laughs> it's a heavy gun, but I think I might have something that that you might like." And he he reaches into the counter again, and again you don't see his hands. And he he pulls out uh, what looks to be a Tommy gun, like straight out of straight out of a mobster movie. It, a Tommy gun, big drum magazine, and the front pistol foregrip. That looks lame. Do you have a Desert Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> well, and he reaches under the counter and he pulls out a. A, uh, a a large silver pistol. Hell, hey Biff, right? Cool, right? Like way cooler, right? Way cooler than that thing, right? <laughs> Bucky, I'm real proud of you, man. Yeah, um, thanks. I gotta say though, look at look at your wrists, <laughs> and no. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm telling you out of a out of a just a place of. I'm looking out for you. You really want to think about what that's going to do to your wrists when you pull the trigger. You might not be able to. You might not be able to fire it twice. I don't even <laughs> want to fire that thing. Wait. So you think the Thomas gun is going to be better than the the Deagle? I'm not a big fan of guns myself. I don't really know how I feel about you having a gun, to be honest. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like. You've really proven yourself as a man today, and you get you get to make this choice on your own. I'm just going to offer a, a word of caution. But if if you want the big gun, then by all means, you've earned the right to choose the big gun. But sometimes it's it's not the best fit. Yeah, I mean, um... I'm not going to tell you no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna caution you against it. I'm be like, yeah, bar- barring a hard no, Bucky's going to go with the Desert Eagle. Every time. <laughs> All right, little man. Here you are. And he hands you the the gun. And he reaches under the <laughs> counter and he pulls out a, a box of ammunition for it. And he uh, he hands that to you as well. You're going to fire that thing and the recoil is going to hit you in the fucking forehead before the slide comes back on it. <laughs> I can't wait to see this happen. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> and my friend, what for you? And he points at, at you, um, Biff. I would like... Uh, not real fond of firearms. But if I might have uh, two things that are not firearms instead of a firearm, how does that sound? Well, I... I don't know, but tell me, what is it you are looking for? Well, first I want a knife. I can do knives. And second, maybe a baseball bat. But not your ordinary baseball bat. Maybe you got some sort of magic bat. Some sort of big big Bambino bat. Well, I, I don't know about uh, magic baseball bat. But what about, and he reaches into a different display case 
and he pulls out a very large Bowie knife, um, and he he throws it as hard as he can out the window, and you follow it, and you hear it land, um, like you follow it with your eyes, and you you hear it land, and um, he says this one and he hands it to you like it holds it out to you um and he has it back in his hand does it have a name no oh, i never name my weapons except big bertha oh <laughs> <laughs> she's mine though i knew you would not be able to lift her gunther I like this knife very much. What is the, uh, what's the trick? Oh, you throw it and then it comes back. It's cool knife. Do you have to think about it? It just comes back immediately? What I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> I mean, it, it comes back when it hits the ground, it hits the wall, it hits the enemy, it, whatever. Mm. Uh, one more question, Gunny. Can I try to pick up that gun? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, make me a yak. You said it was on control... Body. Control body? Yeah. Why is my... Mm, my control body's only a two. Or no, it's, yeah, it's only a two. All right, so it, it rocks a little bit. Um, oh, shit. But you don't get it picked up. See, kid, you shouldn't feel bad about it. None of us can pick it up. Uh, is true. And he picks up the gun and spins it up and fires some rounds at the broken window. So will this knife fit in my sheath for my other Bowie knife? Sure. Yeah. Sick. Do you have a second sheath? Oh, yeah, sure. And he, he grabs one off a off a shelf behind him and so I'm gonna I'm gonna fix it to my left hip so now I've got a knife on each hip so cool yeah. yes is there anything else I can help with man Koozie's gonna be mad he wasn't here you think we should get him something um or to just he probably doesn't need a weapon I probably don't tr- do you have like uh let me okay this is gonna be a weird request gunny but just entertain me for a minute. And if the answer is no, then that's fine. But do you have like some sort of rusty looking razor blade or straight <laughs> shaver? Just oh, like you mean like this one? And he 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 lifts his shirt and there's an onion on his belt. And he pulls out <laughs> He pulls out a, a straight razor and he says yeah, I keep this one special. I put it in rain barrel. <laughs> oh, you are you are an absolute Can we can we have that for our friend? He couldn't be with us. He's uh he's not as uh punctual as we are, but uh would you mind if if we held on to that? Oh, yeah, sure. Do you need a belt for a belt? Do you need an <laughs> onion for his belt? <laughs> No, we don't need an onion. Uh, Buck, can you hand me some of those $1 bills or those Kleenexes, whatever they might be? I'm going to wrap it up in that. That that seems like a suiting uh, wrapping mechanism for okay, the young yeah. lad. Yeah, of course. 
Of course. Just going to wrap it up in this and put it in my jacket pocket. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you come back. You see me. I have new weapons next time. Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> All right. What do you say to the uh, What do you say to the nice man, Buck? Oh, well, I mean, um I mean, I guess thank you. <laughs> cool. Thank you. You're great. I mean, it's it was it's cool. I got I I guess it's great. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for everything. Oh, you are you are so welcome. I I really enjoy your heartfelt thanks. All right, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna start walking back to the elevator. <laughs> so you guys walk back towards the elevator, and it's it's marked elevator, but it's like a pawn shop door, or a gun shop door, and a strip mall, and it's just like a, a glass door that is. It says gun shop, but you're saying it in reverse because you're on the inside. And you open it up, and there's a tinkle, 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 and there's the elevator, and you walk in, um, and it shuts with a tickle, 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 and you hit the button for the top floor, and that's where we're going to end this one. I will say this before we end it, though. We're in the ride. Um, I don't want to forget this before our next recording. I'm going to look over to uh, Buck. He's sitting there with his crown on. I imagine him kind of posted up in the corner of the elevator like you do sometimes when you know it's going to be, you know, not a speedy one floor ride, but you've, you've got a little bit of elevator to travel there. So I imagine he's kind of posted up, but I'm just going to look at him and kind of give him a half smirk and say, Bucky, you give me some real notorious B.I.G. vibes. Just got the crown on. It's kind of tilted a little on your head. You got a desert eagle box ammunition in your pocket i've never been more proud of you i don't know i don't know who that is but i'm glad you're proud that's really cool (laughs) can you believe that gun that he tried to give me like what the fuck (laughs) you'd you'd need a, a tripod to carry that thing around on or a little uh you know a little cart to put it on well, well, no, I mean the the Thomas gun, dude. It's not cool. I've never. I, I I don't. I don't like that gun at all. It's pretty cool, but it's not very Bucky. Bucky, um, he like at this point he's already tucked the Desert Eagle into his pants, front or back, front. <laughs> and so like the like the handle is like hanging out like like in front of his shirt. And like in his underwear, and uh, <laughs> he's wearing his—he's wearing the gold glasses. He's wearing the crown. Like he's feeling pretty fucking fly right now, <laughs> as he should. As he should. He's feeling so fly and looking so fly. I'm not even gonna—not even gonna lecture him about the safety on the gun. I'm just letting <laughs> him go with it. I'm just—I'm letting him live the life. That's that's another conversation for another time. Well, I hope I hope you guys all enjoy it, and definitely, you know, thanks for joining us, and and we'll we'll keep trying to put stuff out and keep trying to you know keep you guys entertained. All right, thanks, guys. Later. Peace. Cue the music.